Everybody's focused on wearables. Yeah. Zux is focused on injectables. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That is Web 4.0. And that is where he's thinking. But he's got everybody worried about Web 3 and Metaverse, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, fuck that. He's like, this is just a concept for me. Yeah. It's injectables. Yeah. I like that. And I've already started investing in injectables. Yeah. Good to see you in person again, by the way. It is good to see you in person. My kids just had the flu this past week. Did they? Last time you and I talked, your kids were suffering from the flu. So you're a carrier of the flu is what you're telling no, me? No, not at all. It's okay. amazing. It's funny because I got my flu shot last Tuesday. Okay. Then on Friday, my youngest came down with a fever. Okay. You know, and they were out of school on Friday. Then my oldest, and then I was out of town. I was actually up in Ohio. So I was gone for a few days. And then the oldest started getting the sniffly nose and so he's got the flu right now. No, no, he actually recovered faster than my Did youngest. he have the vaccine? Whatever they call it. Oh, the there's not a flu vaccine. It's, it's a, a flu, flu shot. shot. Dumbass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's good. No, they didn't. Do you have A or B? That's a good question. I should ask my wife because they did test my younger one. Yeah. It wasn't a high fever. Yeah. He'd still wake up and it'd be 100. Yeah. He was acting fine. Mm. He'd still wake up and be like 100. You know. Calm him down for a little bit, I bet. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, it's the older one that needs to calm down for a little bit. Okay. And he did. And it's okay. Good. So yeah, so they had the flu, but I got my flu shot last Tuesday and I thought, well, you know, apparently it's a two-week incubation period. Maybe it started working faster than expected. Yeah. Look at you. Or you just haven't shown it. And then when you go home today. That's not how the I'm flu sorry. works, jackass. <laughs> no, I know that's how COVID works. Oh. Ooh. No, it doesn't. It's confusing. That's You're just going for the COVID label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I am. I mean, <laughs> I want to get as much attention as possible. And if we got to get it from the government or from an algorithm, <laughs> yeah. we'll take it. Take it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. We were virtual. Yeah. Last week. We were. Two weeks ago. And that was because of, there was things going around, but that's okay. But you didn't like it as much. Like you didn't get the same vibe. Well, I'll tell you what happened. I started listening to it because I always just, you know, want to hear and listen. And number one, I was like, ah, the audio quality is not great. You know, I mean, again, it's nothing's going to be as good as this. The audio quality was really good. What? It's not as good as it would be if yeah. we're like this. Bro, this is the standard now. No, I get it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anything below this, I'm just like, man, I'm not interested yeah. unless okay. the content is great. Let's be honest, ours is not. But compared to other podcast, the audio was still good. Sure. Yeah. yeah you thank know, you. I mean, when you're comparing shit to shit, it's like mm. one of them's going to look and smell and maybe even taste better. But when you've got good audio quality or if analytics are different, you keep talking. That would be an interesting thing to look yeah. at. Yeah. It really would. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I think for me, you know, starting to listen to it, I just started to realize how much of a moron I am. I just listened. I said, there's nothing quality. Oh, there's nothing of value that came out of my mouth. And I started to think, that's probably the case every single time. Yeah. And that's why I like the audio quality so much as it covers all that up. It's kind of like if you're hanging drywall. You ever hung drywall before? No, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. You should yeah. hang it. You should hang it sometime. I should hang it. Only okay. once and then hire somebody who knows what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, right. Be bad. But hanging drywall, you know, it's there's a rule in there, which is, I'm going to forget what it's called here. This is my brain fog. You hang up the drywall, mud, the mud. Mm. It's like the plaster, just the mud. Mud covers up a thousand sins. And this is true. Audio quality for us covers up a thousand sins, at least of my own. Yeah. You know, am I using this right? Is that an analogy or a metaphor? I, I don't know. It's all right. I've always gotten those confused. You know, I'm not an idiot. But you just said you were a little while ago. No, no, no. I said I say idiotic things. Maybe I said I was an idiot. Or is it a simile? Definitely not, it's a, not simile. a simile. It's not a simile. Yeah. So anyway, so that's one part of it. The other part of it, man, I was just tired, busy. Yeah. Well, busy being tired. I'm just reading right now. Yeah, sorry, sure. the podcast. Oh, you're not engaging? No, I don't want you to engage. Metaphor is a type of analogy. Oh, okay. I mean, we use them all the time, and I do think we say the wrong things. Like, yeah. Analogy is identifying two things as similar. Yes, that's right? right. A metaphor claims a comparison where there may not be one. Ah. Right? So is that like, I don't know, like using a sports metaphor to, to explain something in business that's like, that's a metaphor. Right. It's not similar. Yeah, it, like if you're trying to make a point. Yeah. You know? Good leaders do blah, 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 just like such and such coach from blah, blah, blah college. Right. Who gives a shit? We've heard those stories a thousand times. Give me something new. Mm. Give me a new metaphor. Is there anything that's new? Oh, you want to get philosophical? Yeah, I do. You want to get philosophical? Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm digging this. Yeah. That's a really great question. I don't know because some wise man at some point in time said there's nothing new under the sun. I think that dude was a king. Mm. And I think he was Jewish. <laughs> 
And I think his name was Solomon. That's <laughs> right. good. Isn't that right? Sounds right. Yeah. Sounds good. How do you not know? <laughs> you, it comes out of your mean? book. Jeez. My book. Fucking worst. <laughs> Man. I'm going to contact the synagogue. <laughs> back in my stuff up. I'm out. I'm contacting synagogue and I'm going to tell them, hey, let me tell you about the Sarah Kasimov yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know shit. He's faking it. He's posing. Ooh. Yeah. But you know, that would do nothing. That would do nothing. I'd probably be labeled as anti-Semitic. Oh, and all I was just trying to no. do was raise the bar you for you. You were asking me before we started talking <laughs> what's going on in the world, and we couldn't come up with it. And <laughs> Clearly, immediately we checked out. <laughs> no, and we know exactly what's going on, and we can't touch that with a 10-foot pole. The anti-Semitism? It's bad. Talk to me about it, man, because I literally have unplugged for this the past. This will never get aired because, like, this is very complicated, but and it's Jewish, not funny. And my last name is Jewish, even though I'm not Jewish. Wow. How does that work? Fuck if I know, man. It's not 100% Jewish, is it? Every like, Well, I don't know, man. Why don't you just type it in right now for me. Just say Nichols name meaning. N-I-C-H-O-L-S. Nichols name. But it's not Nichols name meaning. Why is N-I-C-H-O-L-S, you know, meaning. I know how to spell your name. We're friends now. We've adapted. I really appreciate that, yeah. by the way. Go ahead. What does it it's say? Like, yeah, see, it just pulls up first name. Nichols, last name. Yeah. Like, does it do that? Yeah. Yeah. Read it out to me. Medieval, given names. Nicholas from the Greek Nikolai. To conquer people. Yeah. Wow. That's a heads up. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you wanted me to read that. Yeah. What does it say there? What though? nationality? Irish. Oh, because that's interesting. Because, you know, when I pulled it up before, where does the last name Nichols come from? Just type it in there. Yeah. Is it Scottish? Now I'm finding that, Off the uh, rails. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm going to say here Nichols surname. All right. There's Nichols origin, Nichols meaning. Shared's family origin story. Let's see here. The Nichols episode. Wow. So maybe this information has changed. Google is not the place for this. Maybe. Okay. So. Wow, man. This was supposed to be just like a, you'll pull it up and there it is. When I used to pull this up here. Yeah. So I guess it can come from anything. I guess it just depends on what you find, right? Because yeah. then here, like when I used to pull it up, it was American Jewish. Mm. I just found that. Nickel. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. Well, what's his face? David Nichols. Yeah. Director. Yeah. Jewish. Yeah. yeah. I think I sent you that on Spotify once, maybe. You did. Yeah, no, no, no. That good. was the Jewish... It's a rabbi. Yeah, he's a rabbi. Well, isn't it your rabbi last name up here? Don't you have a Nichols at your synagogue? Yeah, maybe okay, so. Okay, that's my yeah. point. Why yeah. the fuck are we looking this up? No. I just told you I had a last name that, you know, is... A lot of Jewish people have the last, yeah. last name. The yeah. point is, is none of this is anti-Semitic. It's not. But I am very Scottish. Okay. Like 49%. Oh, so that's the biggest. Yeah, then the next is Scandinavian. Mm -hmm. check the beard yeah and then there's just a bunch of random other yeah, shit you do like a viking right yeah i am like a viking. minnesota viking no fuck minnesota jeez i'm just kidding minnesota <laughs> i've never actually been there just kidding minnesota like minnesota yeah, dialed minnesota, in mm, i didn't mean to say that i've just have it's just been a day you ever been to minneapolis i have not been to minneapolis yeah. i tried to move my wife up there once she's like there's no way yeah she's clearly the smart one in the yeah. relationship it is cold as shit there no kidding i got on the plane and it's early in the morning, and they said it's negative 14. I'm like, that's like the windshield, right? Yeah. Like windshield. Like, no, no, no. That's the temperature. The negative windshield was negative like 42 degrees. No shit. You couldn't show any skin. And they had that downtown where you don't leave. You don't go outside. You enter and you never leave. Like, they don't go out there. Yeah. It was that cold. You know, based on that where you can't show any skin, do you know who would love Minneapolis? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. The Taliban. Yeah. They'd fucking love it. Yeah. But it's very Scandinavian. Well, of course. Yeah. yeah. That's why they called the Vikings. Yeah. That's where a lot of them went and settled. Yeah. Super nice people. Very healthy. They do go outdoors a lot, though. Of because, course. Because, yeah. This is funny. Good outdoors. Yeah. 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 Not like Seattle outdoors. That's like, yeah. Boy, that's another one. Put yeah. a check mark on that. Yeah. No, but <laughs> what's funny is you think about Viking history, because that is a big part of my family. I mean, right now we still have family over in Norway. So on my mom's side of the oh, family, cool. yeah, if you pull up your ancestry DNA, it pinpoints this small little town in this region in Norway. It's like, yeah, you still have family here. Yeah. So like, great. That sounds good. So the Scandinavian side is Norwegian, Iceland, and Sweden. Oh, I like Iceland. Yeah. Never been. I want to go. Yeah, we should go to Iceland. Yeah. We should do a podcast tour in Iceland. Yeah, it's the future of We've podcasting. Got so yeah. many fans oh, in we Iceland. do it, right? Doesn't the... What is it? It's like dark, it's yeah. light. One, of, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> dark and light. Yeah, that's good. It's the uh, the lunar cycle, yeah. right? That's the moon cycle. Wow, we're really yeah. good. We're really on top of it today. Yeah. We really are. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, 
you said this episode couldn't air because of so I mean I suppose you're talking about Kyrie Irving, yeah. Kanye West. Yeah. And then people are trying to take the piss out of Dave Chappelle. Did you watch his opening? Okay, so I I wasn't in town. I didn't know what happened because I was out of I mean, town. Yeah, I caught it on YouTube. Yeah. So then I caught it later, but I heard that whatever I saw wasn't the full thing. So I still have to go watch unedited, like no parts taken. It's like 15 minutes. Yeah. So I have not seen the whole thing. There was parts of it early on. And again, I have not seen the whole thing. Right. Yeah. They were funny, right? Yes, I wasn't yeah. offended. People are very easily offended nowadays. No kidding. Yeah. No I heard kidding. writers were walking out. At the same time, yeah, fuck that. At one point, I was thinking, okay, he's going a little far. And I would understand people are getting pissed now. I'm not going to like, whatever. Sure. I guess he did it and he did a fake monologue in practice and then he totally changed it uh -huh. in there. So I don't know. Like, what was your take? Yeah. I watched the whole 15 minutes and here's the reality. If you're not somebody who's thin-skinned and easily offended by everything, then you can tell, like intention still matters, right? Right. So if somebody is intentionally trying to who's just being mean-spirited about something or is trying to make a point. I don't know, man. It's a sense you get when you watch something. That's why sometimes somebody could say something and it's funny because the tone, their voice inflection, yeah. the intention, like the energy that's put into it in the context of what they're talking about can be funny. But then somebody else can say it in a different tone or whatnot and becomes crazy offensive. Yeah. Because context matters. Right. Intention matters. Yeah. So I watched the whole monologue and I actually thought it was hilarious and very... It was genius the way he did it. Yeah. Because there was nothing anti-Semitic that I heard at yeah. all. You know, it's easy to say if you do anything that may, I mean, this goes with every, you know, group. I mean, everybody's looking to be offended by something. Right. And again, my frustration with a lot of these things is, you know, after the murder of George Floyd, there was just all this, oh, racial reckoning. And then all these fucking lunatic writings like uh, Robin D'Angelo and white fragility and all this fucking DEI craze that it takes the eye off of actual problems that can be solved right. and puts them on theoretical academic navel-gazing, right? Yeah. It's basically, yeah. it's like, oh, let's just throw concepts around and it's a moving target and it's really all about controlling people's speech. It's dehumanizing and it doesn't solve a fucking problem. And that's the issue. Yeah. Why DEI is failing is because it's not there to actually solve any problem. It's like, it's a scorecard. It's a quota. It's a this, it's a that. You know, and it's, to me, I'm always... Anything that takes away from dignity and respect for every human being, regardless of their race, gender identity, sexuality, and so on, to me, is just not worth my time. To me, it's intellectually lazy, yeah. and extreme ideologies will always fail because their seeds of their own demise are built into them. So I just throw all that stuff out there to say that when people get upset about anything that they say, oh, well, that's anti-Semitic, I think, okay, but, you know, but there's real anti-Semitism too. Like if somebody criticizes Israel's policies, does that make them anti-Semitic? Mm. I mean, define anti-Semitic for me, like in your opinion. No, I mean, I don't know if I want to sit here and define it. Well, I, think I mean, it's, remember, facts well, don't matter for us. We just no, I get that. Yeah. But I agree with you, like, because then if that's the case and you call out American politics because you don't like this person, does that make you anti-patriotic? Exactly. So I, I understand what you're saying there. And I don't think that's the way. Now... What's your agenda behind it? What are you trying to do? Are sure. you trying to rally? Which is what the Kanye West thing felt like, where he was rallying. He was definitely anti-Semitic. I mean, <laughs> there's, no, there's no question about yeah, it. That's, and that's the no concern. So more of the conversation that yeah. starts taking place around it yeah. continues to rally, rally the troops. I don't know a better word, right? Ooh, yeah. And that seems to be so then like Kyrie comes out and he's talking about it. And it's like his demeanor and how he talks about these things, it feels like yeah, this guy does not like Jewish people. Or, and I get it. He just posted a link to a movie and it's like, well, he didn't do anything. It's like, okay. Right. But what else has he said? Right. Yeah. And he was the flat earther for a while. Like yeah. he would say these things. I'm sure he's, let's say, smart. <laughs> I don't know. Like he's intellectual. Like he'll read, he'll study things. and But it's he's just like, just, where is he yeah. going with it? Right. Like it feels dangerous almost some of the stuff that he's putting yeah. out there. And I think he's, because the way you just explained all that you thought, Mm -hmm. And we've talked about this. People aren't going to that depth to think about it. They're just saying, Kyrie said this, Kanye said that, David Chappelle said this. I'm immediately going down that path because he clearly doesn't like Jewish people is how someone could take that. Yeah. I'm not saying I would be offended by what David Chappelle was saying. I don't know yet. Like I said, I have to spend more time with I think once you it. watch the whole thing, you'd be like, oh no, it's kind of this genius yeah. full circle. I kind of figured like, yeah. you know, Saturday Night Live, people are offended. I'm sure there's Jewish people that work on the set and they're like, we're walking off. And it's like, 
is it becoming too much? But now it's like anyone says anything, it's going to be correct criticized. And I don't know if the NBA necessarily even did the right thing. I mean, Charles Barkley called them off and said it's all too late because they didn't suspend him. They waited five days or whatever it was, and then they suspended him. Yeah. But then LeBron comes out and is like, why would he be suspended? This is ridiculous. He posted a video to a link or whatever LeBron right. said. It's complicated, but it's also like, this is a problem and we can't be having this. I don't know. Well, to me, it's like this. So here's a blanket statement. I am uh, 100% behind free speech. I do not believe in the policing of speech in any way, shape, or form, unless it is, you know, according to the law, incites actual violence, right? You know, if there's a call to arms by a group of people that, you know, is like, let's physically show up and do damage, then right. yes, that's not the same as free speech. That's not speaking your mind. That's inciting, yeah. you know, some type of violent action. I think if you just let people say crazy shit, then people are just going to think they're crazy. Mm -hmm. What is Kyrie Irving doing? It's like this. Most people probably wouldn't even pay attention to his tweet because they're so attention deficit, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, he tweeted some link to some right. movie. Oh, that's probably right. a comedy because the title of the movie sounds like a comedy. I don't think it is. Right. Yeah. But it's like, oh, well, that, oh, okay, whatever. And they move on. They're scrolling right. on. But then the media jumps all over it and oh, just man. shines a light, bright as can be yeah. all over this thing. And yeah. now everybody's focusing yeah. on it. Yeah. And people didn't even know who Kyrie Irving was. I know, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. But Played I mean, every for the time, Cavs, right? more people know him because of the flat earth theory. Yeah. You know, I don't know if he was a QAnon guy, probably. Again, that's, I'm just guessing, but he could be easily be susceptible to that. Yeah. The irony in all this too is that apparently what he tweeted out is a link to the movie and the movie can still be bought on Amazon. So who's really offensive here? Is it Kyrie Irving or is it the fact that Amazon is selling the movie? They're still selling it right now. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't care. I don't think anybody should care that much. Yeah. I mean, but are we going to block? So that's the thing, like in schools, like they take away, you can't read these books. Yeah. You can't watch this movie. Yeah. Maybe that's what we should be watching to your point of like, if they take that, like people are saying, go buy your books in physical form. Uh huh. Because if Amazon owns the rights to your like Kindle library, they can change that stuff. Like oh, they sure. have access to it. Yeah. So it's like, they might change the words in there. They might add things. So like, you don't own it. That's yeah. the trouble. So like, go listen or go read what they don't want you to read. True, yes. Again, so now here we Communist go. Communist Russia, they only let you read certain books. Like you can't read yeah, books again, about travel. There was no digital infrastructure in Communist Russia, which is also known as the Soviet Union, right? <laughs> right. So, so sorry, let's go I back here. So, okay. no, no, not at all, man. Yeah, <laughs> come on, man. I need geography in context. I need time periods. I studied history in my undergrad. <laughs> that's good thank you that is good so like what you were just talking about there hey you know they say this way should go buy physical books because Amazon can always change this so they own the rights okay yes theoretically but this is also how good conspiracy theories get started sure right yeah because the first question I would say is why the fuck would Amazon give two shits about changing up your kids it. school books they yeah. wouldn't right yeah now, then you could say okay well who actually has the right to change the books now I know if I've got stuff which I do have on Kindle library if I update the book, it'll update in Kindle, and then people will have to download the new update. Right. But it just usually says, hey, automatic downloads, so whatever. Yeah. So sure, if some jackass out there with a nefarious intent wants to be like, hey, this is a great school book, then all of a sudden starts making it porn, whatever. Right. And then your kids are like, oh my God, I got digital. Oh, wow. <laughs> Trust me. Your kids yeah. have already seen shit that's on the internet anyway, sure. which is really, since when my kid won't have a smartphone. Well, you're right. Like your kid might not have a smartphone, yeah. but a, his friend does. That's right. And he can just and turn it over watch. to my it's kid. Like, well, my kid doesn't use TikTok. Like, well, I'm sorry to say, but at school they're using yeah, TikTok. Yeah, my kid, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now my kid's seen things that he yeah, shouldn't have seen. Yeah, and I'm I think sure. these things are very extreme thoughts of like, what could Amazon do and all that? Right. And it's like almost, well, they can sell it because maybe we could learn something yeah. by watching it. We don't have to sit there and be like, oh, that. But I guess that's what people are worried about, that a lot of people won't think for themselves. So they'll watch the movie, they'll hear Kyrie speak and they'll take whatever they say to say, he's right, I must go act on this. Like that's like the... But did you hear what you just said? Yeah. These people are afraid that people won't think for themselves. So basically what they're saying is, so we need to do the thinking for them. Correct. It's, that's you dangerous. can't win this fight. No, you cannot. I'm not, I'm not no. talking about you. I'm just saying anybody who's trying to police speech or... For sure. You know, in the whole like misinformation board that, oh, you man. know, it's like, oh, that got shut down. No, it didn't. It got rolled into DHS. They're just calling it something else. Yeah. To me, it's if government and tech companies are working hand in hand to police or squash speech, all you're doing is elevating bad speech. You're driving it into something else. And I mean, let's just face it, America was founded on by a bunch of rebels and religious fanatics and criminals. 
That's kind of what has made us resilient and obnoxious. I mean, the good and the bad and everything else. The more you try to put on Americans and tell them they can't do it, it's just like our natural instinct is like, well, fuck you. I think I'm going to do that. Right. Oh, you're going to outlaw heroin? Give me a needle. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's an extreme. Yeah. That's a, a bad It'd metaphor. be nice if we could watch, listen, like people ha- voice their opinion and we can talk about it without, because yeah. it's like we talked about Netflix, people walking out on Netflix. Like, yeah, there's like 12 people or And Netflix was like, go. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Yeah. Fuckers. <laughs> Profit is what we're actually concerned about. Right. It's also why this whole DEI thing is more of its corporate virtue signaling. It, just ask anybody, like, what is the solid practical end goal? Like, how will we know we're successful in DEI initiatives? Is it just you have more people of color that are hired? Well, there's already a policy, you know, for that. I don't know if the Supreme Court's overturned it. But, you know, there was already an infrastructure. Like, what is your actual end goal? Mm-hmm. You know, and are you just trying to get diversity of skin pigmentation or you want diversity of thought? Because if it's diversity of thought, then you can kick some ass. Yeah. But if it's just skin pigmentation, I was like, yeah. well, then you're just checking boxes. And you know what? As soon as that, if those folks aren't the right people to be in those places and you just hired them to check boxes, as soon as your profit margins start dropping, yeah. you throw all that stuff out the window. Yeah. Yeah. The word that comes to mind is fear. Of course. And it's, when we talk right now, people will be listening to this for years to come. Of course, of course they right? will. But it's 2022 right now. Like, could you admit, this is how it was in 2022. Oh, are we standing we in the microphones? Future? Yeah. Yeah, I know. 1940s weren't that long ago. Right. We were born in that century. And that's kind of crazy to think about. And I think it, like, it's sad that World War II veterans have passed, are passing. People, survivors of the Holocaust aren't here. Yeah. That's scary. That's sad. And it's, and I think it brings fear to say, could that happen? And so when these conversations start happening, it reminds people of the stories they've heard and how things started. I don't think they're necessarily saying it's going to happen again. It's right. just, I can't believe these things are being said. I'm living to see a day when people are using these platforms mm-hmm. to rally people in whatever way. Yeah. Like even just to, to spew hate, to make judgment before they know anything. Like, have you had a conversation? Would you understand what that's about? You know, it's like, did this culture or this background have it worse? Like David Chappelle had that whole skit about who had it worse. Is he like, the only person that could go to toe-to-toe with me is a Jewish person. And they'll bring up Egypt. Like Egypt, and we went way back. <laughs> and it's funny, but it's also like, I think when these things come out, yeah. there's fear and they can't believe that these conversations are happening again. And it's just, it's very delicate because yeah. Jewish people have been through a lot, just like any person's been through. Like I would say, you don't understand what that is? Well, read a book about it. Go talk to someone. Go talk to a family member. Like you're saying, like, have a conversation. The problem is people don't want to have conversations. They want to make up their mind. I mean, even media sources that we're supposed to believe and like buy into, they just create the headline of exactly what you're supposed to think. So when Donald Trump, there's another piece of news, (laughs) is we knew it was coming. Yeah. And people freaked out. Like everyone had said, he's going to announce his election on November 14th or 15th. He's going to kick his ass. Right? So he's going to come in there. But like the headline reads all the bad things that he does as like a fact. Yeah. Which some of them might be, I don't care. I'm not a fan of his. That's fake news. Fake news there. But it's like NPR comes out and drops their facts on it. And it's like, that's what you're supposed to think. Not gone off, veered off a little bit. But I think it goes back to no different than it is different but people are scared that he could come back in and there's a fear. And that's a more recent thing. But this is like, this thing with anti-Semitism when Kanye West came out, that invoked a lot of fear. Yeah, right? I mean, if you talk about any group of people as subhuman, because I do know that that's a lot of, historically, anti-Semitism has many different faces. One of which, and you actually find this not just in anti-Semitism, but you also, you find this when you look at every genocide that's been carried out, at least in modern history. And I say modern as in, you know, the past, I don't know. Gosh, I don't even know. It's several hundred years, right? Yeah. So you're just kind of taking everything in aggregate. But I mean, mostly, no, modern is really more, you know, since the time that we actually have propaganda and things like that, that we can really piece together how did this thing end up happening. But one key characteristic is there is a dehumanizing of that group of people by another group of people. And it's not just by one person, it's usually by a group of folks that are in power and they will talk about that other group in such a way that it justifies the actions of violence of, I mean, you can absolutely look at the Holocaust, just look at all the rhetoric and the propaganda leading up to that. I mean, Hitler didn't get democratically elected because he came in and said, I want to kill all the Jews. 
No, right. he was coming in on an economic agenda because they had been devastated after World War One and just the condition that the country was in. And it was, you know, opportune. I mean, that guy spent time in jail for trying to overthrow the government to try to have a coup. You, you know that? Yeah. Yeah, Hitler went to jail. And then that's where he wrote his book. And then he, uh, you know, came out and just, it was all timing. He was democratically elected. But there was never a question about his views about Jews. Like all that stuff was there. Yeah. Now, did he ever say, hey, and what we need to do is we need to exterminate them? No. But that is what happened because it just slowly seeps in. And in particular, uh, what's his face? Goebbels. I say great documentary. It's interesting to watch, but it's also hard to watch times too. But it's all about Goebbels and the propaganda machine that he created. And you start to get into the mind of this guy. And he was the most anti-Semitic. I mean, this guy was, I mean, he hated the Jews for various things he blamed them for, for his father, I think, losing his business, whatever. I mean, they, they were an easy target, right? And so you start to get into the mind of what this guy was thinking. You're like, shit, it's a certain way of believing, but that idea that they're not human then starts to be able to justify actions taking that they're not human. So we treat them like animals mm -hmm. and we can wipe out animals because sometimes animals can become a pest. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the same thing in Rwanda, Hutus and the Tutsis. Go back and you listen to the propaganda that was starting right before that genocide. They were referred to as cockroaches. Yeah. It's easy to kill a cockroach. It's not easy to kill another human. Right. And that's the thing. So anytime there becomes this dehumanization of another group of people, and especially a group of people that have a historical dehumanization being put on them, like the Jews, yeah, you do have to walk a fine line. Right. But if you get offended by every little thing that is any kind of like, I mean, to me, it's always blown my mind if somebody says something against Israel that all of a sudden they're anti-Semitic. I'm like, first of all, if anti-Semitism, and again, I could be wrong here, is against Jewish people, right? Or the Jewish faith or people, like, how do you define that? Right. How many people, uh, you know, if you look at the religious ideologies in Israel, the last time I checked, the vast majority of them were atheists, you know? That's to say that also you're talking about a country or you're talking about a religious group or group of people that are yeah. ethnically identified. Well, where do you go with that conversation and exactly. you bring the Palestinians involved with that, right? And like the history of it, like right. all of a sudden it can get very cultural. It can get very religious. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what ends up happening with this is if you say something against Israelis or Israel and you have representatives in the Israeli government, maybe they're pushing policies that you're against, but those Israeli citizens happen to be Arab. There's what, 11% of the population is Arab. There's some that are represented in the Israeli parliament. An Arab Israeli, and you say something against them, does that make you anti-Semitic? No, right? Like, it's like it just gets down to this. So yeah. to me, it's if everything is anti-Semitic, then the stuff that really is gets just thrown out yeah. with the stuff that really isn't. Yeah. That's to me is where it's just why this stuff gets my goat so much. Like the overreaction. The overreaction. Every little thing. I'm like, the I important say, shit gets ignored. Yeah. There's one part where not you, but like you don't get to decide how someone interprets and takes it. And I think 100%. that's an important thing. So if someone is offended, so let's say a writer for the Saturday Night Live walks out and is deeply offended by Yeah. I think that's then he's offended by sure, it. Sure, that's their right. That's their right. And then there's people in his, you know, on that were maybe not as offended, but mm -hmm. also have the same beliefs, let's say. They're like, I don't care. I'm good. Yeah. I think he meant, like you said, he's just trying to get, he spread the news in a fun way and trying to realign people. Who knows? Yeah. But if someone's offended by it, that's their experience with how that happened. You know, but it's the whole thing with like, if we're always offended by words, like there's this whole thing, I'll share this. I'm going to copy this. This is from the book that we've talked about, The Coddling of the American yes, Mind. Yes, love that. And he talks about, if you're always hurt by all these words, like words are violence. And you're hurt, but silence is violence. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you will be offended. That's the stoic yeah. belief is like, you will be offended yeah. if you allow yourself to be offended. Correct. So it's like, is that the strong thing to do? Or can you somehow, like, we're having a conversation about it. I feel like this is the best thing we can do about it. For sure. For us. Now yeah. someone else might have another way of doing it and dealing with it. Yeah. I think it's the conversations are important to continue having the conversations about it, but yeah. you can't be offended by the different words. At the same time, if you are offended and that's how you want to take it and deal with it, then they should be allowed to do that too. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I think you have the right to be offensive and the right to be offended. Yeah. But it's when all of a sudden you're like, now, you know, because I am offended, we have to overblow my offense. Like nobody right. punched you in the fucking face. Yeah. Okay. So you just got your feelings hurt. Not you, obviously. I mean, yeah. that does happen have, in our but podcast. But like you said, yeah. is you walk that line of, okay, 
what are we doing? Because then the LA freeway and all these places talk about how people should think about the Jewish people, right? And that's a problem. What, what is yeah, the other... so this is posted like, I don't know exactly where, I think maybe in a California on the freeway. How big has this gotten? I mean... It was pretty big. That was Kanye's stuff. Okay, so he bought a billboard. I don't know who did it or people that are Most likely, like, yeah. somehow supporting him. That's the whole thing. Like, yeah. This guy ran for president of the United States. I get it. Maybe right. it was a joke, but he was on the ballot. He's mentally ill. No, but he's like legit mentally yeah, yeah. ill. Right? Yeah, so you, you know? hear people talk about it and like they watch and they listen. They're like, he's like people who know that the stuff. The thing I'd be interested to see is how many people if there's a way to figure this out, are actually influenced by the crazy shit that Kanye says. Do you remember when we talked about this before about the whole Amazon die-in? Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, it made national news. It was yeah. what, like... Yeah, it wasn't a lot of Not people. even 20 people. Yeah. But when you put the Zoom lens on it, it looks oh, like it was a lot my God. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. guess what? It didn't do anything. Yeah. Because they were getting offended by something. See, that's the thing. You can be offended by something. But when you're like, well, now I need to draw attention to myself because I got my feelings hurt and everybody needs to do... Everybody needs to accommodate my thin skin and feelings. Yeah. This is not anti-Semitism. In these situations, it's just a joke. Yeah. And it's a distraction. And it's a distraction, not only from just your day-to-day life, but it's a distraction from something that is actually real, like real trans violence where people are getting fucking killed, right? You know, I don't know the stats on that. Right. But a, a dying because a book talks about transgenderism and you don't like how it makes you feel. Right. You know, that's not even like a, it's not a call to arms against trans people and you need to call it. To, I'm just like, come on, fucking go back to elementary school. Yeah. It's like, do you understand how to function in society? Yeah. Right. You don't. Yeah. You know, it's that to me as a distraction. But then when that becomes highlighted, then actual problems, actual violence, actual things that yep. need to be corrected, guess what? Well, if I just already am predisposed to think all of this stuff is garbage, I can throw that out with the garbage too. Yeah. And that's why I think most people shouldn't have social media accounts. Yeah. No, it's a good point. Well, because yeah. they get access to it. So I was just looking up. I was like, what did it say in the freeway? And I'm like, I don't even want to say it, but it's like Kanye yeah. is right. It was hanging over the freeway. And then they bought other billboards huh. or other like, like scrolling signs, digital signs. And I yeah. mean, it's like, it's going to happen. Like, you know, there's going to be people out there and you just know that like, okay, not everyone's your friend. Man, it's like, you just don't want enough people to come together to create yeah. a real problem. Yeah. Because people walked into synagogues or people threaten a synagogue or For a sure. church or whatever. Like they walk in the church in Charleston. Like these things have happened and they're continuing to happen. And I don't know why, but it's like, and like you said, you use the word mentally ill. Like yes. that's to get to that point. Like you have to go to that, some of the darkest places that an For individual sure. could go. And yeah. you can't even comprehend what that would be like. No, not at all. I mean, again, I think it's also a symptom of loneliness and, you know, isolation. I had a conversation this week and it was a documentary called Medicating Normal. It's talking the overprescription oh, of depression and medicine. Mm. And there's this girl and she was talking about how she would go pick up her niece at school. Yeah. And she's so excited and she loves kids. And then she's like thinking of like, what if something terrible happened to these kids and all these things, right? And she didn't want to think this way. Right. But she's talking about it. And then she was like putting herself in like, what if she did it? Mm. And she had no intention. And like, she's like terrified of like how she got to that place. But it's these medicines, she's benzodiazepine. Oh yeah. And man. it's like, and then she's coming off of it and like, just That's dangerous. Yeah. Like that can kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was what Jordan Peterson was on and he was coming off of it. And they're like, there's such a strict way to come off of it. And even that is still dangerous. But to be mentally ill and to have these things or to be on a medication, like maybe you're not in control at that point and that's yeah. scary. And then they're still having a voice. And so now podcasts are like getting their chance to have uh, Kanye West on their podcast. But Lex Friedman had him on his podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then he's going on and all of a sudden he's got an audience, another audience. And it's kind of wild how... Well, you know, and I guess it depends on the podcast, right? Because I do think to expose crazy ideas is give somebody a chance like to talk about them and not in a way where you're promoting them. But I mean, uh, so I think Joe Rogan does a good job at this too. Like he calls bullshit. Like he'll have Alex Jones on his show and he and Alex are friends, but he'll go after Alex. Like you were wrong on that. Yeah. Like he'll just eat his line. Like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it just goes after him, right? I mean, so I'm not saying that that's, if you try to silence somebody who's crazy, right. you just push them further and further into crazy. Mm -hmm. So if you got a crazy person who's just, you know, ranting and raving all the time and then you try to shut them down constantly, like what's their next move to get that out? Yeah. It's like energy they have to, it has to go out somewhere. Yeah. So is the next time they're going to actually commit an act of violence? Well, maybe you should just let them fucking tweet like a madman. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now they're moving on to this. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. What if Twitter doesn't exist? That's what everyone's saying now, right? Awesome. Fuck yeah. yeah. Good job, Elon. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, wow. You're on that side now. You know, like Elon. 
Or I like you good. Though. No, oh, no. Yeah. I'd say it was you, good on you, him. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, his whole thing was like, look, we're going to save democracy. And what if it's, it's like, hey, That's because- That's such bullshit though. I want to bet with someone who thinks Twitter's going to go under like tomorrow because they don't have enough of the engineers behind it to make that thing run. They're just so, people are so bitter right now. Oh, yeah. And they're so upset. They lost their, and I get it. They lost their job. But you know what? A lot of people are losing their job. Yeah. There's layoffs left and right. And guess what? A new head of the company came in. He owns the company. Yeah. And you're surprised that, and he's been talking about how he told you he was going to do. Right. Yeah. People are quitting. He's firing people, but then he's losing access because he needs their badge to get in something. So he's calling them back. He's like, hey, can you come back here? <laughs> that's what they're saying. I mean, I don't know what's true and what's not true. Uh, yeah, well, of course, right? And that's with most news media these days. And all so these goes, fired employees are going on Twitter to saying, going to the media and saying, hey, I'm ready to talk. You know, they're looking for their fame. Of course. No, yeah. Because they worked at Twitter. Yeah. And they had the platform that was just dispensed the worst of humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guess what? Maybe he bought this company because he needs a $43 billion tax write-off, right? And bankrupt yeah. that fucking company, maybe let it build itself back up from something new. It's not a bad strategy. Yeah. Oh, is that the new 14? It is. I finally got what it. What think of it, man? Talk to me That's about pretty it. pretty nice. Because that thing looks sick. It's, it and it's the camera. And before my man, other phone, so I was like ready to get the new one. In the morning, I can't see. It got my flashlight on. Oh my God, really dark. I know. This and I dropped one. it and I cracked my screen and it was so slow already. That thing's gone. So anyway. What did you have before? I went from an 11 S maybe or 11 plus. I don't know what they called it. I think this is the 11. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's different. This one's nice. It just looks clean. It does. And does it actually shine bright instead of the stupid true tone where you're outside and you're like, I can't see anything on yeah, my screen? Yeah, no, this is definitely better. I mean, I just got it recently, but yeah. I mean, here it is. Why? I'm looking at headlines. You said it. Why Elon Musk is blowing up Twitter's business. I mean, oh, that's pretty that right? crazy. I don't know. I have to read it to do that Oh, part. but you're yeah, saying yeah. because it was listening to us. Yeah. How about FTX? Have you been following that at all? Uh, only the headlines. Okay. I, I don't know much about it. I didn't know much Crypto about FTX exchange before. And this blew up and everyone lost money. And all these celebrities like Tom Brady and Larry David are getting sued Ooh. because they promoted it. Oh, was FTX what they promoted during the Super Bowl? I think so. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so it's not doing well. So now people who had money there, it's gone. You know what? I'd like to find out, look, who's saying what about what is Gary Vee because he was all in on crypto. And Well, uh, I don't think this means crypto's over. I just no, think I like, either. could we say like early days, money, gold, right? and there's some like people are getting killed of course. over that stuff. And I'm right. not saying that's happening, but you got your shady people yes. and it's not being regulated as much. So now they're like the shady people are going shadier. FTX is a Bahamas company. Bahamian. Well, that's because, I yeah, I mean, come on. That's because yeah. of the tax shelter. Mm -hmm. and You're right. So yeah. it's like you start seeing this stuff. You're like, okay, maybe there's some shady shit going on. But it's just gone. So just catch me up here. I mean, what they were in the, the same as like... Um, yeah, Coinbase. Coinbase, okay, like yeah. Like they're considered a competitor. Gotcha. So if you had an account there... You don't anymore. Fuck it. Jeez, right? Wow. That's bad. Yeah, so here's... Oh, man. <laughs> but I think this is also part of the problem with a lot of these crypto exchanges. It's crypto, when you go back to the way it's designed, is designed to be decentralized. They are trying to make it the same as a centralized currency by having these exchanges and making it available for everybody. It's a fucking Ponzi scheme, man. It's like yeah. Bitcoin, crypto... It's not something we just say, oh, well, great, here we go. I've got this. We just throw some numbers up there. I mean, like, yeah. there's a process to all of that, and there's a limited amount. And, you know, the minute you try and it's confusing. Descent or centralize it, you're yeah. going against its very nature. I think they get to some point, like, and how it could work, but we're certainly not there yet. And no. it's very confusing. But, like, the whole concept of buying utility of an NFT right? Which exchange on Ethereum I still blockchain. think there's a lot of potential but like in those. NFTs is like a piece of art. Like that could be weird. But if you own it and that can have the rights behind it, but it's not just art anymore, it's your house. It's your insurance policy. Yeah. Like why is a life insurance policy held at the insurance carrier of like, what if I didn't know you had that policy, but what if I could go look to see, but then there's confusion there because then it's open source and so everyone can see it. I don't know if it's open source, but like then I know if I kill you and I'm the beneficiary of it, I get that money. You wouldn't know. Yeah. But I guess the idea is the utility behind that doesn't have to be called an NFT. And what's an NFT? It's a non-fungible token. What does that mean? It's like, that's just the way, like going to a concert. Yeah. Like it could be so much more easier because when there's fake tickets, it's like, no, 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 this is my ticket. Yep. It says it right here. There's no disputing that. Do you know the only way to make this thing 100% foolproof? Well, there's no way to make it 100% foolproof. Right. Embedded technology into your body. Mm. Yeah. And we've already got it. 
Yeah. Of course, then, then, you know, the evangelical world will be like, holy shit, you're talking about the mark of the beast. I'm like, come on. They've been talking about the mark of the beast for 850 years. Wow. Hadn't happened yet. Yeah. So my point is this. Get a chip in that hand. Get your NFTs in your hand. Literally. Yeah. Nobody could say, well, you maybe you stole it and put it on your device. Is that when people start getting their hands chopped off? Probably. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. But... Oh, man. No, there's no but. All right. Well, here's a question. You've clearly thought about this. No. So you've had conversations about it? Well, of course, man. I'm a futurist. We dabble on everything. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about the cutting off of hands? Not no, that part. Not that no, part. No, no, no. But wait, embedded technology? Oh, that's been around for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. You and Zucks talk about that, probably. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what's going. Yes, we, of course, Eric. Ah, <laughs> I told you offline. All right, fuck it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> Everybody's freaking out about the metaverse. And, you know, again, it's like the magic trick. Look over here, look over here. But here's what's really going on. Yeah. So Zucks has got you thinking about Web3, living inside the metaverse, mm. you know, all this stuff. Like you can put a helmet on and, and you can be whoever it is that you want to be, right? You know, this is the beta version. The real thing is when you swallow a pill, you get an injection of... Various microchips, you know, again, I'm going to sound like an idiot here, but you, you get an injection, you get, he was telling me about this, it was hard to understand, he's using a lot of like tech babble, I just didn't understand, and, but I nodded my head like I did, because I don't want him to think I'm an idiot, yeah. and I do know he listens to this podcast, so we probably should edit that part out, Yeah. otherwise it blows my cover. But basically, you have a bunch of stuff injected into you that lines up with who you are. It knows everything about you. It's got your DNA, thanks to Ancestry DNA, right? We've got all that stuff in a database, it all gets into your system. And then he's got one that uh, you don't have to wear anything on the outside. Some of these, maybe they're nanobots, they're chips, right? And they're floating through your circulation, your system, and they can communicate with you. So imagine right now if you say, hey, Siri. Yeah, like Siri doesn't even pop up because Siri's the worst. But if I said, hey, Siri, and then inside my body, like, hey, Siri, I'm feeling kind of sad. And then all of a sudden, like a certain chemical is released inside my body and I'm feeling kind of glad. Mm. It's like, hey, Siri, you know what? I want to step into the metaverse. No, it's too much work for me to go grab a helmet and to put it on my head. Yeah. But if Siri goes, no problem, I got this, and all of a sudden just hijacks the mainframe here, you know what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah. Gets into the brain because there's microchips all over the brain. Boom. That's Zuck's plan. Everybody's focused on wearables. Yeah. Zuck's is focused on injectables. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That is Web 4.0, and that is where he's thinking. But he's got everybody worried about Web 3 and Metaverse, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, fuck that. He's like, this is just a concept for me. Yeah. It's injectables. Yeah. I like that. And I've already started investing in injectables. Yeah. Can he hold off the board and the people that are like wanting answers the quarterly, right? Like you got to yeah. come out with your numbers. Can he hold them off long enough? the vast majority of that yeah. company. He could say, look, this is all for, I appreciate your opinion. So he's willing for that stock to get clobbered for the next years. What does he really lose? Yeah. When you got that much money, yeah. even if you lose like half of it, you're yeah. still richer than everybody else. Yeah. yeah. He's fine. Yeah. He's good. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's the future. It really is. Yeah. Thanks for bringing up that private conversation that I had with Zucks. Yeah. Because then I had to start talking about things I really don't understand. I do yeah. understand the word injectables. Yeah. You know, kind of sounds like something you put in your kid's like lunchbox. Lunchables, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's smart though. It's good marketing. It's very good to marketing. Like, you're just like associating it. Yeah. Yeah, word yeah, association. I, yeah, ooh, I like that game. I do too. Yeah. I don't know that many words, so I make up a lot. Yeah. But you know what? A lot of futurists make up a lot of words too. They do. Because they're just making it all up anyway. Are they? Oh, yeah. No, my field is full of shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, when people are working on something, and they're like on a project, yeah. and there's going to be issues, obstacles, problems. Interpersonal issues? Are you talking about technological no, issues? technology, let's oh, say. Okay. But you couldn't have, you could have had the foresight. Mm, if you but, had studied. If you had studied. Yeah. Like, how do you help people? How do you help companies with that part? Like, you have Which someone part? who's running tech, right? Yeah. And they're working with someone on something. And six months down the road on that project, the technology fails them. Mm -hmm. But they would have taken the time to think of like, what were the potential obstacles that they were going to encounter that they would have, like, maybe they couldn't have stopped that thing from breaking. Well, okay, let me reframe that. Please. So when it comes to, you know, the potential of products breaking down, not working right, any company that is competent, they've solved for that. They expect it to break down. It's built sure. into it. Absolutely. That's why we okay. have so many updates all the time. What I think you're getting at is this, is where I would redirect that is this. 
Product developers are not thinking about the full implications that the products they develop will have on society as a whole. This is where foresight comes in. So my line of work is really to better understand how things that we have today mm. are going to impact various facets of society, right? Yeah. So a product developer is going to focus on the product. So I always look at it like this. It's about original intent and the end user or the original audience that it was intended for. That's yeah. where most product developers and companies think. Okay. They think to themselves, okay, well, if I'm working in AI and I'm making a product that is, is an AI-specific product, then I'm focused primarily on AI and what all's going on in that realm. And then who the end user is going to be for this product, I'm focusing solely on them. The easiest example, one I use over and over and over again, is Facebook, right? The intention, the original intent was to take the physical Facebook, because that was actually a thing. Yeah, I was thinking about Facebook yeah, when you're talking. You know, yeah. To take that thing and make it digital, you know, a hot or not competitor, right? That's right. what it was. And it was primarily targeted at Ivy League school kids. That's it, Ivy League college kids. It rolled out and it was successful in that realm. And then shortly after it was rolled out to college students in all kinds of colleges, not just Ivy League. And then it rolled out to the general public. And in the span of time, the first six years of it being live by year six, 2009, you got the Arab Spring and Facebook is the number one tool used to organize and overthrow a 30 plus year dictatorship in the Middle East. Now that's where Foresight comes in. Foresight is looking at, hey, wow, you're gonna have a lot of people, you know, you're not just looking at, oh, a bunch of college kids are connecting and finding out who's dating who and who thinks who is hot and what. You start to look at the potential of the technology and how it can affect multiple facets of society. So one question might be, hey, how might this technology here, just seeing its, you know, possibilities, how might this impact, you know, government? How might this impact mm. elections? You start asking those kinds yeah. of questions. Then you start to see, well, there's the potential. That's how you also use foresight to say, I'm going to invest in something that would help support this or that most people will be trying to catch up to when they start to see how quickly it can impact this particular part of society. You're already there. Or mm. if you're thinking, I want to make sure that that doesn't happen, you start putting your time, energy, and effort into creating a counter future that works against that, whether it's maybe legislation or some type of mass messaging campaign that starts to sow the seeds of discontent around a certain type of technology, even though its impact in that potential way is not there yet, you are sowing distrust in that technology because of what it could potentially do without, you know, revealing exactly what you think it's going to do. And then as it gets a little bit closer to that possibility, people are talking about a little more like, oh man, this thing might be used to manipulate elections, right? There's just people still today feel like, oh, Russia, you know, manipulated the elections and Trump was in cahoots. Like that's actually been disproven multiple times by multiple agencies and groups and investigations, but that narrative is still strong out there. And even if it didn't happen this time, the fear of it happening again, or fear of it happening for the first time in a certain way means that people are freaked out and they don't trust it, right? So if you put some type of um, program or policy in place, think about how much faster it will be adopted by lawmakers and accepted by the general public if you've been sowing those seeds of mistrust in that technology for 10 years, five years prior to it actually having the potential to do what you're afraid it's going to do. Yeah. That's what foresight does. Mm. You're not waiting for it to happen. You're anticipating it as one possibility among many, and you're making small incremental investments to shape the future in the direction you want it to be shaped in. Mm. Did all that make sense? It or did. did. Bore you to no, death? it did. No, it was good. It was good. I was just letting you talk. It felt good, right? It did. You blacked out a little bit. I yeah. did. I yeah. went to, I was possessed by something. Okay. Thank no, God I didn't say anything anti-Semitic. Yeah. So. Wow. Just always bring it back. Play. I'm Jeez. just telling you, man. Yeah, there's something. <laughs> it's just like not words you throw around, right? <laughs> what, what if the word anti-Semitic just became offensive? Now that's something interesting. It kind of feels it. Does it? Yeah. Well, seriously, tell me why. I like, I'm, yeah, well, talk no, to me. I mean, so this you is... sip your coffee. Yeah, and, I'll sip my uh, coffee. Yeah. You talk. I want to hear. Yeah, I think it just brings out thoughts of something like that's going on around here and you just don't like that. You don't want that. No. You don't want that around you. No, of course not. Get shit out of here. So I just used it kind of in a joking, lighthearted way. Yeah. I apologize if I upset you. Yeah. See, I like that. So that's yeah. how you can't judge someone else's experience with something. Well, I don't think the way something is received... I'm not in control of that. Yeah. Right? Just as the person receiving is not in control of the way I intended to say it. Yeah. So this is where I think just people in general, we just need to give each other grace. Yeah. People just need a lot more grace for each other. I like that. So what it's become is like, oh, well, intent doesn't matter. It's just all about impact. Well, I could say all kinds of shit impacted me a certain way and you're supposed to make way for that. And like, yeah. that's supposed to be uh, the most important exhausting. thing. Exactly. Yeah. So if somebody tells me something I said genuinely hurt them, 
You know what my response is? It's not fuck you, grow a pair. Yeah. It's I'm so sorry. Yeah. That was not my intention, you know. Yeah. Thanks for telling me. I appreciate yeah. that. And I'll keep that up here. And yeah. I'll know better next time. Yeah. That's humanity, right? Mm. That's my DEI policy. Treat every human being, and I got this from my buddy Paul, with dignity and respect, regardless of race, color, sexual orientation, mm. all the various identities. That's not happening right now. No, of course not. No. Just go drive your car for a few minutes and you'll feel some wrath. Like, what is going on out there? Yeah. All good. But you no. can't. No, like, I would you, never pull that. I know. No way. It's just bad though. Like every time I go and it's like someone's tailing you, someone's cutting you up and you got to let it go. See, I'm not having that problem. I'm wondering, it's because you're in a Tesla. I wonder if it's because you're in a Tesla. Could be. Holy shit. New conspiracy theory. I know, because my son feels it too. But it's one of those things. Yeah. We just posted this. It's from a podcast from a while ago. I talked to this guy and don't be an amateur at life. And it's about when you get in your car and you're driving around, if you think you're not going to get cut off or someone's going to tell you or you're going to miss a light or whatever that is, then you're an amateur. Yeah. And it's like, man, I was like, that's good. Don't be an amateur. Yeah. It's not worth it. No. It's not worth it. I do want to know when someone makes that through that light. Mm-hmm. What they did with that is extra 10 seconds, two minutes, five minutes. What did yeah. they do? What was they it get? worth it? Was it worth it? Was it worth it? Probably yeah. not. Like maybe they saved the world, right? Yeah. Jack Bauer did some stuff, right? That's awesome. Maybe. They deserve it. Totally. That's like, maybe they had to rush to the hospital. I don't know. So you just got to like let it go. That's true. Maybe they weren't a bad person altogether. So are so. you saying that if you think about those things too much, essentially you're going to attract them to you? Like the law of attraction. I don't know. Have no, you I read was... The Secret? I suppose, like, if you're more aware of it. So what categorizes somebody being an amateur in the driving space, for example? Like, is it where you're like... like you cut me off and I get all mad and bent out of shape over it. It's like, geez, what'd you expect? No, oh, it was... got you. That's in what your I mean. reactions. In your reaction. Not in your that's thought process. Correct. So this is not about attracting bad situations. All of a sudden, you situations. feel it. So if you, like, really are one with yourself, like, right. oh, I feel my chest tightening. Of course. I feel a little bit uneasy. Yeah. Maybe I got a little hot. Mm -hmm. A little flush. Yeah. I got mad at my, you know, you get mad to the person Start next to you. ripping clothes. Yeah. 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 Skin turns so green. That's a, that's a you problem. Yeah. You got to let that go. Yeah. And that's not just in driving a car. People get mad at like a bad email, a phone call or whatever. Yeah. It's like, don't be an amateur. Yeah. Or you fly, you travel. Right. Flight's delayed. Yeah. You go scream at somebody. Right. What's that going to do? Yeah. Like, it sucks. But it's like, if you fly, like he says, if you fly with regularity or irregularity, mm. you're going to encounter this. And the fact that you weren't prepared for that, yeah. that's you. That's a you problem. You need to work on that. And I totally agree with that. Yeah. So it's like, there are bad people on the road. And so every time I can come on here and tell you stories about all the bad people on the road, it's like, okay, that's just the way it is now. It's like, yeah. if you're upset when you go on Twitter or Facebook because of all on. the stuff, yeah. then don't go there or seek out different content. And make it more worthwhile. Or click on the marketplace icon and just go shopping. Ooh. That's, that's what I'm good. talking about. Yeah. You know, Facebook Marketplace. Now, I'm 100% with you here, not yeah. to derail. That's good. Look at us. Cheers. Cheers to you. Mm -hmm. Look at that. This is so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't do those things. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, man, shitty stuff happens. But if you follow it all the way back to the origin, it always comes back down to some decision you made. Mm -hmm. Nine times out of 10, nobody ever put a gun to your head and said, you must do this. And then it leads to a bad outcome. Yeah. You know, that just doesn't happen. Yeah. I can be upset about something, but then if I step back and go, well, that didn't work out, I can say, okay, you know, I can deal with the process of the emotions like, well, I don't like how that played out. But then I always have to step back and say, but I got myself into the situation. Yeah. You know, it was my choice. Yeah. I decided to pursue this. Nobody forced me to do it. Yeah. But on that note, mm. I'm talking about bad drivers. And I'm probably just going to undo everything I just said. Okay. What is the epitome of bad driving in North Carolina? We're going to throw South Carolina in there too, but it's really North Carolina. What's the epitome of it? Of bad driving? Like it's something that's almost unique to the Carolinas. Okay. Speeding in and out, swerving out of lanes, like not even knowing that you're doing it. Mm -hmm. Perhaps. Like I know people, most people would complain about 77 and going up and down 77. Well, I'm not talking about the roads and how they're done. No, I get that, yeah. but I think people, I don't know. Like, I don't know what bad driving necessarily some bad driving might be considered good driving. That's just super aggressive, like over the top, unnecessary driving. Yeah. So you're talking about like, lights and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. Like you have an answer for this. Clearly. I do. There okay, is okay. a very clear so answer. This leading is not question. A, yeah. This is not an ambiguous. Not even leading. This is just like, I want to get to your answer, but I'm not letting you Did get Did you get the it. study guide I sent you? That's the question I have. In the Carolinas, this drives me crazy. No pun intended. I have not seen this in any other state. People will get in the fast lane and they will sit there. 
Mm. And they won't get the fuck out of the way. And I'm not saying like, oh, right up on their ass and they will get out of the way. I mean, just basic courtesy. Yeah, that's right. So the weaving in and out of traffic is because people are having to pass on the right. Yeah. Which is very dangerous. Yeah. Just because some dipshit. Yeah. No, you're sorry, right. I'm getting mad. It's okay. They're just sitting there. I'm like, yeah. are you not paying attention? And I'll gently like flash my lights like, hey, you know, we used to do that in Germany. That oh, yeah. was like, no, okay, that's a normal thing. Yeah. And they move over. Respect. Respect. Totally. Yeah. You just say, look, I'm not trying to ride your ass. And I didn't see you come there. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Hey, yeah. just get, letting you know. Yeah. And then you got a lot of other people in North Carolina will just sit there behind them forever going 10 under the speed yeah, line. Right. I'm thinking, this right. is insanity. This is dangerous. Yeah. Drives me nuts. Compare that to everybody talks about how bad Atlanta traffic is. But you know what? In Atlanta, they get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. Traffic moves. It flows. Like, wow. <laughs> it does. I mean, unless you're, yeah, I mean, it's overcrowded, but when it's moving, it's moving. And it's like, it's rotating. That's right. Nobody's sitting there like, oh, I'm not paying attention. If you're in Atlanta and you're hanging out in that fast lane, you are going to have some people get right up on your bumper, yeah. lay on that horn. So Southern hospitality is out the window down yeah. there. You're right. You're 100% right. That is it. And I knew that. And I'm glad you said it because it is frustrating. And it is a problem. It is. Because then people are passing and then you have people merging lanes exactly. at the same time. and Very dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then they can't see and then they decide to move and then they can't oh. see you because, yeah. I tell you what. Yeah, it makes you want to go drive, doesn't it? it totally does. <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. tell you the other thing is, is you'll see this sometimes too and it's usually coming up behind you somewhere. It's like two cars that are clearly pissed at each other. <laughs> yeah. And they are booking. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. a, it's a yeah. 70 mile an hour yeah. speed limit and they're cracking a hundred. Oh, yeah. And they're whipping in and out of traffic yeah. and it's like one's moving and the other one yeah. and you're just thinking alright I need to get the fuck out of the way <laughs> yeah because that can end up bad oh yeah real bad but then once they get past you're like morbid curiosity says yeah. follow them <laughs> let's go <laughs> yeah. see how it's not too close yeah. Yeah. let's go see how this turns yeah. out yeah I don't think it's gonna turn out well no that is wild that people are like fighting in their cars but they're not fighting and they're just racing do you know where I see it the most right out here off of this exit oh yeah getting on 45 yeah, 45 is bad right out here yeah well, 45, and now it's no shoulder right now because they're doing all the construction. Oh, no, dude. Walls. Yeah. You're just like, oh, I'm trying to merge fast. Yeah. And then you get behind somebody who's like, oh, man. I'm not going to merge But that's another fast. one. They don't want you to come in. Oh, yeah. They try to block you out of the lane. Mm. When people try to make a point yes. on the road of not letting something happen, oh, man, that's okay. bad. And this happens a lot with these fools that are sitting in that fast lane and not moving. So you go around them to pass and they speed up. And I'm like, are you serious right now? Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Like, you think everybody should go 10 under? It's like, oh, I clearly you have a gas pedal because yeah. you just sped up like a lot. <laughs> and especially if it, there's like a small window for you to get yeah. around. And it's just like, you're going like, hey, all right, if you're not going to move, I'm going to have to go around you. Yeah. And you're not even being a jerk about it. You go, you pull over and then all of a sudden you're like, why am I having to go 10 miles an hour faster to get around this person yeah. who's going 10 under the speed yeah. limit? It's like, oh, because that asshole just sped up. Right. I see that all the time. Because they're whatever that is. And them, yeah, raised up, yeah. Just basically, they see that as a challenge. I know. I'm yeah. like, I'm not trying to challenge you, man. Yeah. And you know what? Some days you don't you just feel like driving, and you just feel like going slower. Maybe totally. You just want to drive. Doing I'm the right chilling. lane. Yeah, absolutely. Doing the right lane. Yeah. I'm not in a rush. I'm enjoying the day. Yeah. It's called a Sunday drive. driver. Yeah. I yeah. like that. I like what are you that. doing this Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> this is good. This is hitting on the whole saving thing. This is some real sakes. People listen yeah. to this, I think they become better drivers. I, I think that's so saving. Too. I think if people listen to this while in they're the driving. the physical world or the metaverse, either we way. We ought to create an online course for driving. Ooh, I like that. You get no certification from it. I think if you think of the outcome, like forget the outcome, think of the outcome of like, if I run this light, because I've seen this a lot, mm -hmm. there's a part on independence somewhere. Oh, and I see people run this light. And what's so funny is seconds later, I don't even know where it is. Maybe it's not independence. They're at the next light. <laughs> Yeah. Ray Road does that a lot. Oh, yeah. They rush this light. Major intersection. Yep. Just to get to the small intersection that's already red that you're going to see them there in 10 seconds and you're right next to them. And so I think if like, where is this going to get me? I've been in that situation where, so it's probably somebody who's hanging out in that left-hand lane. Yeah. And I have to get around them. And I'm a little frustrated. Oh. I'm like, oh, you know, and I don't drive by and I'm like, Ugh. now if they're visiting, like actually trying to speed up and block me, I do look over and I'm like, really? And they're just like, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, the yeah. passive wow, aggressive. Look at that. You're getting like head's a little red. No, that's because I've got a fever. I have a fever. Oh, you do? No, do I don't have the a flu? fever. I don't have the <laughs> flu. I'm good, man. <laughs> yeah. There have been several times actually where I have sped up to get through something only to immediately realize I haven't really made much headway. I've just raced to the next red light. Right. I've been there before, but I'm self-aware enough to know like that was a dumbass move. Yeah. Didn't really Don't make do that the next I felt time. good. You learned. Well, I didn't really. Okay. I observed and I recognized. And I was like, that's familiar. I feel that 
Yeah. I feel that a lot. You see the person that's like beyond following the rules, like to a T, doing everything, like even going below and like super, super safe. Uh huh. (laughs) Below a red light. Like, I'm like, are you serious? They did everything. It's because they were asleep at the wheel the whole time. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, they woke up. I mean, that's just like, come on. If you're going to break the rules, just do it all the time. (laughs) Start swerving, you know? Yeah. Because you couldn't have expected that. No. Like this person was doing everything right. You know, they got their hand out the window. No, they don't do that. But you did hit on this one thing here Mm, in Charlotte. It's very specific intersections. This one down here. Province Road. For sure. Yeah. Ray Road, Independence. Mm. Some of these here. If the light turns green, always, I give it like two to three seconds before I move from the first one. Mm. Because inevitably, some jackass, even though it's been red, is going to still come flying mm. through that intersection. It happens all the time. You yeah. point that out, but it's absolutely true. Yeah. I've never seen that scary. anywhere else. Scary. Yeah. It's not good. No, it's not good at all. It's not. This is good, man. In case you haven't noticed, we love podcasts. In fact, we love building podcasts, everything from development to production. Because of all that, we're building a -a one-of-a-kind podcast network. If you have a podcast or looking to launch a new podcast, then we should talk. You can message me on Twitter at Eric underscore Kaz or hit us up any way that works for you. Let's talk about your podcast joining this one-of-a-kind podcast network.